Durham Public Schools voted unanimously on Thursday night to continue paying classified staff the higher salaries they were promised last year for the month of February. That concludes a tumultuous week, which included the resignation of now former Superintendent Pascal Mubanga. Watching this from afar has been a Republican candidate for governor and State Treasurer Dale Falwell. Always happy to have Dale on. How are you? Fantastic, Jeff. I'm joining you from uh, Asheville, and uh, great to be with you. Great to be with you. Where do you think the breakdown happened regarding Durham Public Schools? Well, there's so many breakdowns in government, and but unfortunately, at the end of the day, it's the students who suffered. Uh, and, you know, we need administrators who will be held accountable for, for these types of issues. And it, whether it's the pay, overpay or underpay, when you're dealing with many of our state employees, when you under or overpay them any amount of money per month, it puts them in a financial vortex that they can never recover from. Uh, so that was a, a big breakdown. Number two, mistakes happen. I live under the Governor Martin principle that doing right's really wrong. But also, I don't mind being wrong for the right reason. When mistakes happen, any elected official has a responsibility to disclose it as quickly as quickly and openly as, as they can. But it's not just this issue. As the state treasurer, the chair of the local government commission, all across the state, we're dealing with school systems who took the one-time COVID money uh, and they possibly spent it on things that are, have a recurring expense to them. And now they're having to cut their budgets dramatically just to balance their budget, like the Alamance County school system where many of your listeners live. This is just an example of what is exhausting people in our society these days. Uh, Lack of conservatism, which means to save. Lack of common sense, which is not so common. But also the humanity and the humility that needs to go into every decision especially when you employ as many people as these school systems do. Where do you begin if you want to strengthen public schools? I imagine in this case, it was just, it sounds like regarding this issue, it was just a matter of communication. And if Pascal Mubinga knew about this three months ago, then he should have spoken up and said something. Where do you want to do to strengthen public schools? What you have to do to strengthen public schools is, uh, is let parents be parents, number one. Number two, that anybody who's receiving any taxpayer money for any type of educational services, that they all have to be held to the same account. So it doesn't matter how you're receiving taxpayer money for charter schools or uh, any of the other public schools that are out there. Everybody needs to live under the same standard. But at the end of the day, Jeff, which is a really great question you asked, you have to set a culture. You have to set the culture so that people understand that there are mistakes that are going to be made. But as quickly as you possibly can, you've got to evangelically focus on figuring out what's right, getting it right, and keeping it right. We dealt with this last year, Jeff, in another school system down below Charlotte where we were waiting seven months at the treasurer's office to get their pension contributions. Seven months. So you have folks who, you know, at the Christmas and New Year's, they decide they want to retire in June. We couldn't get their 
their retirement corrected uh, because the systems were so messed up. So that's what you do is you have to set the culture so that it enables people when mistakes like this happen to come forward as quickly as possible. What do you think is not working well right now under Governor Cooper? And what do you, if you could highlight one area, how would you change it? Well, in so many instances, transparency. Um, And I think one of the biggest tragedies of his administration is the politics that got involved, for example, in the Atlantic Coast Pipeline, which would have brought low-cost natural gas to eastern North Carolina. And you say, what does that have to do with public education? Everything. You know, economic development is what funds property tax, sales tax, income tax. Those are the taxes that fund public education. So uh, my point of saying that to you is that pipeline's not being built because of politics. And so I think that uh, everybody can improve. I, as a keeper of the public purse, there's room for improvement everywhere. But if you live under Governor, former Governor Martin's mantra that doing right's rarely wrong and that ethics is what you do when no one's watching, but more importantly, what you do when the powerful forces of this world want you to look the other way, that's what people expect because I tell you at the treasurer's office, with everything that's dividing our society right now, political party, race, and gender, the only color that we matter matters to us is the color green. If, as long as you are loyal and exercise a duty of care to the taxpayers and citizens, you're going to be right almost every time. Dale Falwell, the state treasurer in North Carolina, running for governor, looking for the Republican nomination. Dale, thank you so much for your time here as always, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much. Thank you, and thank you for the important value you bring to your listeners to bring Raleigh to them.